Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens. He's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How, how about you? I'm great. Life is great. Getting better all the time, man. Good. Getting better all the time. All right, episode 142. Let's call it Breakthrough Procrastination. All right, Breakthrough Procrastination. And I like to do that where so you can actually grow your business, right? Well, um, I, I want to put the disclaimer at the beginning of this show uh, because um, I'm – I procrastinate. I think everyone does. So that's why we're talking about this today is because I believe everyone does. Um, I, I, there's an expression, I can't remember who said it. Are you willing to be temporarily ambitious so you can be permanently lazy? That's, that, <laughs> that's a good one. That's it. That, so it's kind of procrastination is, is where it takes ambition, I think, um, to really look at yourself and to look at procrastination. And that's what we're going to talk about today is we're going to look at procrastination and the causes of it and really then how to get out of it, you know, because yeah. it's an easy thing to get into today. We call it social media. We call it a lot of things, email, we call it a lot of things, but there's a lot of things that'll suck your time away. And in most cases, there's something on a different level that you know, you're supposed to be doing, but you're not doing it. So that's, that's exactly right. That, that's it. So what is procrastination? I like it. We all do it. We all should admit we do it. All entrepreneurs, even successful people do it. Everybody procrastinates. We all do it. That's the first thing we should all acknowledge. That, that even the guy you think is the most successful person you know procrastinates. And so what is it? Exactly right. The things you know you should be doing, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I think uh, Tony Robbins calls it, I, you, you find yourself shooting all over yourself. That's a Tony Robbins one. Um, I think Dean Jackson and uh, Dan Sullivan have one. They have a whole podcast called Procrastination Priority. And it's, you're not doing the things that you know you should be doing. And you got this little voice inside your head talking about that. So that's kind of what it is. So let's talk about uh, why we do it. Why do we procrastinate? And, and what, what are the reasons we procrastinate? And then we'll get to, to how to overcome it. And so I'll ask you, give me, give me two or three reasons why you think you procrastinate or we procrastinate. Give me two or three. Okay, so let's, let's go on the, on, the, on the high side. So let's say you got this big goal you're trying to reach. I think there's a fear. Normally, and I know this is not exactly, we, have, we do have a list, okay? We, but um, I think there's a fear, a level of fear of something in there. What if I do this and I fail? What if I do this and I look stupid? What That's if a good I, one. There's these fears that are real, um, they're really not real, but they're real in your mind. And so you're putting off the challenge because maybe you don't want to fail in front of your friends. And this, this is the, the more successful you become. This actually is a barrier yes. to reaching the, like the heights that you could reach as an entrepreneur because you don't want to try and fail anymore because you've already had a level of success. So I think all these much of it starts in, in some level of fear. So that would be- one I think that's a great way to say it. I've been watching uh, uh, Billions. Uh, I think it's a Showtime show, but I've got it on Amazon Prime. So I kind of started over. I've seen a couple episodes on the airplane. And so there's a, uh, uh, Wendy is her name. She's a psychologist, the performance psychologist for the traders. And a lot of time the traders get scared, the hedge fund managers, they get scared of their trade, right? Or they get scared they're going to fail or they're scared that was their best trade ever. How are they ever gonna to top that? So you're exactly right. They start procrastination or getting into fear of, of, of failure. Exactly what you're talking about. Tony Robbins has a great simplification of what's procrastination. 
Well, it's, it's, why do we do it? Because you tolerate it, because you put up with it, right? So, so think of, think of your dog that pees in the house, right? Uh, why do you, why does that happen? Because you put up with it, because you didn't train your dog, because you didn't take the time to train it, because you didn't hire a trainer to train it, because you didn't train your dog, other than the dog has issues or whatever. But in general, it's because you tolerate it. Why, why do your kids talk back to you? Because you tolerate it, right? Why is the house messy? Because you tolerate it. So, so but that's an interesting point of view that, that it's, you get what you're able to tolerate. And, and that's, um, okay, so I, I had this conversation with a couple. Um, the guy was saying how the wife, not with a couple, but talk about tolerating. Um, he was saying how she didn't keep the cleanest house. This sure. was a, re a recent conversation. And I said, well, why don't you clean it? He said, I'm too busy. Then why don't you hire somebody? There you go. Stop tolerating this, this activity that you're blaming her and you're saying you're too busy, but you're blaming someone else. See, in that is a level of procrastination because the solution is easy. If you don't want to do it <laughs> and she doesn't want to do it, get right. someone to do it. Well, I don't have enough money. You're tolerating it. Go make some more money so you can afford the maid. Make your life better. Right. So right. that's a great point. We do tolerate things. Um, but why tolerate something like that is the next point would be because you lack clarity in what you desire. Do you want the clean house? Yeah. Then you lack clarity of how that, that vision is going to look. Same yeah. in business, same in lacking clarity will allow you to tolerate some stuff you don't want. You're life. exactly right. You don't know where you're going, right? If you don't have a plan or a goal, I had this conversation with one of my guys earlier today, as a matter of fact, and he's kind of reached his goal or reached where he thought his practice was going to be. And, and now he doesn't know, he doesn't have a goal. He doesn't have the clarity that he once had. He was talking about, I don't know if I'm going to you know, move to a lake house or, or just buy a second house at the beach or, do I want to be in Florida when, you know, when I retire or retire early? He said this is the first time in his life that he and his wife have not had a goal, something to be towards, because they met it. They exceeded where they're supposed to be. He, he's a, a dentist practice in, in dentistry, and he got where he wants to be. He's built this really nice practice with, with associates and all this stuff, and he's got the life-work balance, and he's got the income he wants, everything he ever wanted. But he said, for the first time, I have a lack of clarity. I have a lack of certainty. I don't know where we're going. You know, my wife and I have always had these three-year, five-year, 10-year goals. And, and we're at the first time in our life, because they're about to be empty nesters, that they don't know where they're going next. And it's driving him crazy, because he's, a lot of these guys, successful people, are, are A-type people. They have goals and things to do. And, you know, when you don't have that, you lack clarity, you lack certainty. You lack motivation. Now we're getting our little, you lack motivation. If you don't know where you're going, how could you be motivated, right? Well, there's, there's a perfect example. Okay, so if you're, if you're lacking clarity, of course, you're naturally going to lack motivation because you don't know what you're motivated to get up and do every day. Right. Why, why am I getting out of bed? Why, why do I need to be up at 530 to go exercise so that to go do what after I exercise? So right. um, I think sometimes it's, it's not enough to just know what you don't want in that case because you're not going to have motivation if you don't have a clear something that you're going for. And sometimes, I mean, I, I'm not materialistic, but sometimes it has to be something material. 
Right. It's measurable. It has to be measurable, right? Whatever that measure is, we talk about this, like, like I do better when I have a goal, right? That I'm going to run a half marathon or I'm going to uh, uh, lose 10 pounds before this certain date, right? That, that I do better personally when I have a, a goal, a reason. It's, not, it's more than a why. It's kind of like a, a time differential, like, hey, you're going to run the half marathon Thanksgiving. That gives you, whatever, six weeks, eight weeks from today. Boom, now we got to do it. You're committed, right? Or I'm going to lose 10 pounds before whatever, my high school reunion, right? Then you have a, a motivation, a timeline involved in that, right? But just getting up every morning and exercise doesn't always do it for me personally, right? Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of times you might need something else. One more, uh, one more thing on the motivation. Yeah. I want to bring this up because we're talking about procrastination. If you procrastinate on getting clarity and, and motivation, what can happen is on a subconscious level, you may sabotage your business efforts so that you go back to a spot where you have something to aspire to. I forget who I was listening to. It was on a podcast. And this is, this is a multi, multi-millionaire. I know who it was. It was um, I'm not going to bring his name into this. A big network marketing guy. And he sabotaged his downline because everything in life was so easy, he couldn't get a new goal. So he said, right. I'll start it over. And so why? He, instead of, he procrastinated the motivating factor in his life. And so procrastination can cause self-destruction Yes. Because you need some motivation. You need motivation. Everybody's need clarity and motivation. So um, that's, it can happen. The reverse can happen and it happens on a subconscious level. So. Absolutely. I've heard that same thing with money habits, right? That, that your account, whether it be your checking account or your investment account gets to a certain level and then you go spend the money when you exceed it. And you're always kind of right around that. Same thing with weight. You know, you're always at this kind of weight because you don't, we don't go down to the next 10 yard notch because we're tolerating. This is where we, subconsciously think we're supposed to be money-wise, weight-wise, business-wise, relationship-wise, right? Can't be too good. That's too much of a good thing. So we talk about lack of motivation, lack of certainty, lack of priority, right? So, so we used to have this uh, it's a whole joke with me and some of my buddies and, you know, go golfing with the guys and, and um, yada, yada, yada. Some guy gets, you know, his wife won't let him come play with us or go on a trip or play on a Saturday morning or whatever. And so our joke was, well, we all make choices. We all have priorities, <laughs> right? His priority was to keep his wife happy in that sense, right? Or, or whatever, but we made a joke at it. But the point is we have priorities. Like you said earlier, you could choose to come play golf with us, but you're choosing not to play golf with us. That's you're true. not prioritizing this. Your free time. You're, you know, I mean, so, and how does that happen? How can you prioritize your free time if you don't prioritize the wife or your spouse, I mean, the, you know, time with your yeah. spouse and your children, there's, those are priorities. Pro, you're pro, procrastinating your priorities. That's a mouthful to try to get. That is a but um, that's the reality is um, a lot of people bury themselves in their work because they're procrastinating their home life. And so they bury themselves in their work because maybe they don't think they're a good father or husband or whatever. Great and point. It, instead of fixing the thing or facing it, you're procrastinating the, the action decision. of facing it. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. So you fail to make a lack of priority, lack of momentum. I saw a lot of it's momentum to just use that exact same example. If you're always working late and you're always doing this, you're never prioritizing. You just kind of let things happen, but you could have prioritized, Hey, I'll have a, a date night with my wife on Friday night. I'll play golf with the guys Saturday and then we'll have family night Saturday night. Like if you would have taken the momentum to kind of go through, but instead you're letting momentum carry you the other way around. Oh, I'm so busy at work. I don't have time to plan you know, the family and I don't have time to plan that out. So the momentum is taking you negative as opposed to taking you in the positive direction. So lack of momentum, lack of know-how, you physically don't know how to do this. Lack of capacity, you don't have the time, you don't have the energy. And this is, a, the, the, you know, step on the how. So, so again, I'll give it full credit to Dean Jackson and Dan Sullivan had that uh, procrastination priority podcast. And they think their theory is a lot of times you procrastinate because we get stuck on the how. Like, I don't know how to do this. I want to make a million dollars. I want to improve my business. I want to become a scratch golfer. I want to lose 10 pounds. And we get stuck on the, well, I don't know how to do that. Which diet should I choose? I don't know how to do that. How do I grow my business? Well, I don't know how to do that. You get stuck on the how. So then because you don't know the how, then you don't take the first step. So, so they say you get stuck on the how is why we procrastinate. Yeah, and I All heard right? Russell, Russell Brunson talking about this very, very same subject, that you'll sit in a room full of people, and it, it could be Tony Robbins on the front of the stage, and he's, yeah. and he's motivating you in the room, and what you're trying to pick up is how do I do that instead yes. of why, why I want to do this, because if the why, is, is, and you're, you're clear on the why, you'll go into action and then the how starts to fall into place because, well, I don't know how, then what do you, what do you, like, um, I fix, I, I fix houses all the time. I can fix just about anything in a house. I don't like working on drains. I know how to work on drains, but we had an issue behind a, a, replacing cabinets. There's a problem with the drain. I know how to do it. It's a pain. So what did I do? I called someone a professional. Right, right. If you're in business, um, you hire professionals who who know the how that you're looking so that you can grow your business. Like like the cleaning the house thing you mentioned, right? Yeah, it's the who, not the how. In this case, right. if the vision is clear. Well, well, that's the answer. So how do you overcome it, right? So how do you overcome it? It's who, not how is how Dean Jackson and Dan Sullivan, they have a, Dan Sullivan's got a whole book called Who, Not How, and that's that exact concept. Instead of saying, I got a drain problem, how do I fix this? The answer is, who can fix this for me? right? Instead of I got a house cleaning problem, it's not how do I clean the house? How do I find time? How do I convince my spouse to do that? It's who can do this for me? Who can I hire to do the cleaning for me? Right? I, I want to grow the business. I don't know how, who can help me? Who can yeah. guide me? I want, I need an app for my company. If we had a, if we had a certain type of software, we could do this, this, and this, and this, you know, for our manufacturing process, whatever you do in business, then, then you say, okay, who can write this software for me? Then it just becomes a, a math problem of That's how you're exactly going right. to pay for it. And then guess what? If you got a math problem, um, you, you can hire people like Matt and I will help you increase your profits to fix the math problem. The That's point exactly is, right. that's, the, that's the who, and it, everything yep. in business is the who, not the how. The who, not how. And it's a great book, by the way. You guys should get it, Dan Sullivan, Who, Not How. It's, it's a, it's a, Paper, you know, a, a big book now, I don't know, a couple hundred pages, 400 pages, something like that. But the who, not how, so that's exactly right. So you want to grow your business? Who, not how? I don't know how to do it. Let's hire who can help me. 
you want to have a, the best looking yard in the neighborhood? I don't know how to do it. Well, who can I hire to do that? You want to uh, uh, go run that half marathon? Who can help me put a plan together? That's a personal trainer, right? Uh, that's a, a lot of the how is already on the website. Tony Robbins talks about, so, so here's Tony Robbins version of procrastination. So Tony Robbins is, we know how to run a half marathon Thanksgiving. You can just go print it out, Google it on, on Google, and it comes up with a plan. We know how to follow a diet plan. You could Google, you know, whatever, the protein diet or the Kegel diet. I don't know what all the diets are called, but you can Google a diet plan, right? So the, 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 the plan is already there, right? What he says is, instead of who, not how, his version of it is, remember at first he said, whatever you're tolerating, that's what you'll put up with. So what he says is the opposite is you just increase your standards, decrease what you will tolerate, increase your standard. Your standard is I, I have to run three miles a day. My standard is I have to weigh a certain weight. My standard is my house needs to be this clean. My car needs to be this clean. So you increase what you will tolerate. You increase your standards because then when it becomes a standard, you'll get those done right and it's it's we use this all the time in, in money creep we call it right so so you're as you make more money your standard of life your standard of living goes up right so at first you could have lived in a closet right when you get out of college and i lived in a fraternity house that you had to wear flip-flops to go take a shower in, right and then and then you're staying at the whatever the day's in right and and now that you you've reached a point you're at the ritz carlton right? So your standards have risen. There are certain hotels that you're not going to go to, right? Your standards have living, uh, you know, I'm buying shoes that are, that are properly fit because I don't want to have knee problems now that I'm, you know, older, right? Whereas when you're a kid, you would have run in, you know, barefoot and flip-flops. It's right? funny you say that I, I flew, I've flew for 15 years, I flew first class around the world. Okay. And, okay. But, then I, but then I'd go on a mission trip with my church and yes. well, they don't fly first class and you know, they get the tickets and I'm sitting in coach going, Oh, this is awful. But see Your the standards. standard is so high. And, and so that's the, when you elevate the standard on your money, on your, on your fitness, on your business, what's the standard you want in your business? It's not just a certain amount of gross sales. How about a certain amount of profit in your business? Yeah. I yeah. won't take a, you know, a lesser profit than this because ultimately it's that profit is going to be the value of your company and and will you be able to sell it all of those things elevate the standard that's a great way i love that one. elevate the standard so so then they talk about well well how do we do this and how do we set priorities so so um procrastination one of the things was all right what's the top thing you're procrastinating right now so that little voice inside your head that says you would have could have should have they should have you should be doing this you should be doing that so they call it uh, i think it was dean jackson i think who said that quit giving procrastination a free ride right? So instead of procrastination in the back of your head, bugging the crap out of you, wake up in the morning, what are the three things I'm procrastinating? And those are the three things I should get done today. So, so quit letting it have a free ride and use procrastination as your self filter, as your standard, as your to-do list, right? That your subconscious knows what you should be doing. What are you procrastinating the most? And that's probably the, 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 the task the project you should be working on, right? So don't, their version of it is, don't let them have a free ride. Procrastination, wake up in the morning, what are the three things I'm procrastinating? And those are three projects I'm gonna work on today. And then I'm gonna use who, not how. 
somebody that can just at least move in the right direction, right? So then it comes the whole thing of, of where it's like, well, what do you do? So what are you procrastinating? Let's get some clarity on it. So take one of those projects. You're procrastinating losing weight. You're procrastinating growing your business. You're procrastinating uh, your new marketing plan. You're procrastinating uh, planning the family vacation for Christmas, whatever that is. So you'd say, whatever it is you're procrastinating, get clarity on it, get motivated. Hey, so even it's a vacation. We're going to do a great vacation over Christmas. Why haven't I scheduled it? Oh, I'm worried about this and that. All and kinds when of you, And when you say get clarity, get clarity on the result you want. Be real clear on the result. I mean, on the result you want, not, not like the get clear on the result. What's the result? Clear the result. And, and because of that, you have that clarity, then you get motivated. Remember we mentioned lack of motive. So then you're motivated. Let's go have a great family vacation over the holidays, right? That's clarity. This is what I want. Why? Because it'd be great family time. My kids are in college. It'd be great to come back and have a great experience, a great time with them. Now I'm motivated. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Now I'm motivated to, to, to get going and planning this holiday trip. And now I could get uh, I'm certain, I'm certain we want to do that. And then we can say, who not how? All right, let's call a travel agent. Let's call our friend who went to XYZ, the, you know, the, the whatever, St. Barts last summer and ask them about that trip. Or let's call a friend of ours who went skiing and they said they had the best time. Or So you could, who not how? It could be a travel agent. It could be a friend who did the same trip. It could be some friend who's also talked about this trip. Anybody that can give you some guidance. It could be ClarkHoward.com, you know, best places to vacation with your family over the holidays. And what time of year to vacation? Clark will tell you what, all that. Yeah, exactly. So you could use your who, not how. It doesn't have to just be the travel agent. It could be just a source of information. And, and now you've gotten to become, it's become a priority, right? Because of that mo motivation, because of your why, because you're motivated, because of momentum. Now you're like, oh, let's, this is what we're doing. What I could do today to start planning that cool vacation is to reach out to Bill who went to whatever, the Bahamas, the, uh, St. Bart's and ask him about that. That could be your first step because all you need to do is the first step. I'll go back to the workout thing and I can't remember who this was. This might have been, uh, what's the four hour work week guy? That's uh, Tim uh, Ferriss. Tim Ferriss. I think it might have been him or somebody else and, and they were pro procrastination. He was using instead of procrastination, what are the hurdles? What keeps getting in my way of doing these things? And he was using a workout. I think it was him. I need workout first thing in the morning. And so you wake up first thing in the morning, the alarm goes off and you, you hit snooze and you come up with an excuse like, oh, I got, you know, I got to go, my, my running shorts aren't clean, right? So then you start, you know, making sure your running shorts and your outfit is already, you know, in the bathroom before you go to bed. Then it was, oh, I got to find socks and shoes. So then the next morning, you know, you make sure the running outfit and your socks and shoes, you're just getting rid of the hurdles are in there. For, for me, I wear contacts, glasses. I know a lot of people do. And so I would wake up like, oh, I got to put my contacts in. That's such a pain in the butt. Well, it became, well, no, I'll go exercise in my glasses, which I hate to do. They get all foggy and sweaty. And I, I hate wearing my glasses outside of my bedroom, right? So, but I'm eliminating that as an excuse because I'm not going to tolerate that as, a, as an excuse. I'm raising my standards. So what do I do? I get up and I put in my contacts. I don't really want to exercise it, right? Yeah, you want a, want a big pro tip on uh, not procrastinating? Uh, the, the snooze is the first action you take in the morning. If, if that's the first action, the first thing you're doing is procrastinating getting out of bed. <laughs> right, so put it on the other side of the bed. Uh, who is it? There was somebody else that's an exercise guy that said, uh, go downstairs and, and put a foot on the treadmill. Just put a foot on the treadmill every morning for a week. 
And what's going to happen is you go through the whole routine and it's going to be, well, I'm already down here. I might as well walk on the treadmill. I might as well jog on the treadmill, right? Stay. There's a whole Galloway method. There's this runner named Galloway. He's actually here from Atlanta and he has this whole run walk method. So it was like, you know, you walk for five minutes and then you run for 30 seconds and then you start moving it up. Okay. Now we're walking for four minutes and running for one minute. Then we're walking for three and running for two. And then we're walking for two and running for two. Eventually he likes this thing where I think it's five and one. You run for five minutes, you walk for one minute. He says it's better on your body, better endurance, less injuries. Yada, yada, yada. But my point being walk and then just jog the last hundred yards down your street, right? Walk and then jog the last 200 yards down your street, right? Push-ups, sit-ups, right? I've got my little trainer guy and he's like, hey, just start off doing 25 push sit-ups every morning. Who can, you can do 25 sit-ups. Next week, you increase, every week you increase it five. So 20 all this week, 25 all next week, 30 the next week. And before you know it, you'll get to the 100 sit-ups a day, which is what your goal was. And if right? you can't get motivated, and I, when, it, when it comes to exercise, I, I, um, when I quit smoking um, years ago in 2011, um, I told more than I told a couple people, the day I put a cigarette in my mouth, I'll pay you $1,000. There you go. There's motivation. Okay. And I told it to multiple people because I had smoked for a long time. And I'm saying there's different types of motivation. Yes. But you could say, you got a friend who's, who's, you're both overweight. I'm overweight and I weren't over coming up on time. But I, I mean, you could say, look, all right. Uh, first one to lose 25 pounds. Um, the other one pays him, you know, 250 bucks, but that's, that's, a great not, idea. If yeah. that's not enough of a penalty, make it enough of a penalty that you don't want to lose that. Right. Right. I've heard that stuff before we give to your, your least favorite charity. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Or they have to give to your, Alma mater. And I just saw the Clemson Georgia game. I'm a Georgia guy, right? So Clemson won. And and uh, last year's uh, quarterback uh, Trevor Lawrence had to wear Georgia gear because he made a bet with with a Georgia buddy of his. Whoever loses would have to wear the other person's gear. So he had Trevor Lawrence walking around on Sunday with with Georgia gear on. You can make that kind of motivation. You you don't want to wear your arch nemesis, your arch rival. But not, gear. but if you notice what what the, the clarity in this is, figure yeah. out what you want. Be clear on that. Yep. And then take action. You know, um, Napoleon Hill said, you know, action cures fear. I, I started out, it's a lot of times procrastination is based in fear. Yep. Take action on it. Um, you know, put the three things on your list. If you're procrastinating those, get on them right away in the morning. Get them done. It's awesome. So this was breakthrough procrastination. First thing is we all do it. Everybody does it. Successful people do it. Everybody, the most successful person you know, I guarantee you they procrastinate about something. We all procrastinate, so let's just acknowledge we all procrastinate. There's a whole what is it? It's doing what you, you should have, could have, would have been doing. It's the things you know you should be doing. Why do we do it? Because we tolerate it, because we put up with it, because we don't have clarity, because we're not motivated, because we don't have any momentum. There are several reasons why. And then how do we overcome it? Increase your standards. I will not tolerate this. I have to, you know, I will not tolerate it. Get clarity on what you want. Uh, find a who, not how. Who can help me with this project? Or at least move it on the next step. Go put one foot on the treadmill. Now that you're downstairs, you'll find yourself walking on the treadmill because you went through the whole process. So there are ways to overcome the procrastination. Then it builds a momentum. We mentioned that earlier, but, but momentum breeds momentum, breeds momentum, which breeds more momentum and excitement and all of the above, right? 
that, that the more success you have, the more excited you are and the more success you want, right? I was watching this morning on, on some of the great sports. I forget what it was, an HBO documentary. And it was, it was, uh, it was Wayne, Wayne Gretzky, I think it was Gretzky. And it was uh, the San Francisco uh, um, receiver, uh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Yeah. And it was, it was, I had to look good to play good. Jerry Rice had to look good to play good. I, I had a superstition. I had to have a new pair of shoes before every game, right? And he had these rituals and he had this, but every motivation, hey, I caught the winning touchdown in the last game. I want to do that again this game, right? We, Gretzky's talking about, you know, we scored the winning goal against these guys last year. I want to do it again. So success breeds success because of the momentum. The momentum fact works the other way too. So overcoming procrastination, use, use procrastination to your advantage, break through it. This is the kind of stuff we talk about it in our group coaching program. Um, we get together with other business owners to help them overcome their procrastination, help them set their priorities, the who, not how, right? Focusing on the important tasks at hand. Reach out to Matt at ProfitlityMD.com, David at ProfitlityMD.com. Our irresistible offer right now is we can find any business owner $50,000, dollars $100,000 without spending a dollar more on advertising or marketing. That's our profit acceleration session. You want one of those. Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. Find money, find the business you deserve, create the business you deserve, right? That's what we're here for. You and I are motivated. We have clarity on helping small business owners be successful, creating the business they deserve, creating the lifestyle they deserve. There's no reason you couldn't have it. Yeah, you should be able to make as much as you want, take as much time off as you want, pay as little as taxes as you want. That's it. Whether you're starting a business or you're doing 2 million now, you can grow and make the life that you want with a business and, um, and build the four, four pillars of wealth. So good stuff, man. Love it. Good, good show, Matt. All right. Have a great one. Take care. See ya.